Welcome to Inside the Upside Down on the Mike Ricksecker audio journey on MikeRicksecker.com. Welcome to Inside the Upside Down, Mike Ricksecker with Shauna Wankel. And we're talking, we're continuing on with our witch theme for this Halloween. So we just uh, had Edge of the Rabbit Hole with Vanessa Hogel talking all things witchy. We talked about, you know, some of the history, a lot of different concepts, ideas. We were um, showing off, you know, tarot cards and all kinds of stuff um, and really got into some of the nuts and bolts. Uh, this hour, we're going to talk about some of that uh, sordid, very bloody history of uh, witches and witchcraft, and you know, really how just it was r- ridiculous. I mean, for lack of a better term. Yeah, I mean, I knew that it was you know pretty horrific, but um, it just made me even happier and even more of a hater of organized religion. So yeah. So we'll get into that. Um, Real quick, we did it at the end of the last show. We'll do it at the beginning of this one because we know as we get later on with Inside the Upside Down, it gets very late in some areas of the world. So, um, but just real quick, we did just hit 9,000 subscribers. So we're doing the uh, giveaway that we usually do. And so just hit us up on any other uh, social media platform other than this one. Don't do it on YouTube. Um, just you know, throw in your name, say, hey, I want to be entered, and we'll draw the name uh, next week. So that could be like our Facebook page, one of our personal Facebooks. Message us. Uh, could be on Twitter. Could be through the website, whatever. Uh, Instagram. Just, uh, just not here on YouTube. So uh, let us know. We will enter you. And then um, the new Encounters with the Paranormal Volume 4 is out, came out last night. Um, a lot of you have contributed to that, and um, that is now available. Features Fairy Plantation and over, uh, just over 200 pages worth of uh, personal paranormal experiences, so you are not alone. So, All right, you ready to get into this? I'm ready. All right, so uh, witches throughout history, so probably one of the... Um, one of the biggest black marks, I think, um, over the millennia of um, of persecution. I mean, a lot of different you know peoples have been persecuted and whatnot um, you know throughout time, but this is one that is really stuck. That's always been um, false accusations, always been um, you know religious based, and you know where. I mean, like I said, it's been going on for millennia, but you know, really, where it became prevalent uh, for our society was the uh, the 1500s. So, you know, the Malus Maleficarum. So, like I said, we're going to get some history here. Um, and Sean Oldsmith, right off the bat, if you ever visited Salem, um, I did as a kid uh, a long time ago. Um, I want to go back there as an adult. Um, so there we go, the, the Malus Maleficarum. So this was known as the Hammer of Witches, or the Witch's Hammer. This is the one that basically was like the, the handbook for going out hunting and finding witches and how to persecute them, how to torture them, how to kill them, all of that stuff. Um, one, of the, one of the things that gave this book so much power was that at the beginning of it, it had a papal bull. And 
it, it wasn't written for the Malus Maleficarum. Um, it was written a couple years beforehand, just as an aside thing, um, you know, basically stating that, you know, the, uh, you know, the church was against, you know, all forms of witchcraft and sorcery and, and that, and that sort of thing. Um, but it was put at the beginning of this text, which gave the people of the time the idea that this text was backed by the church. And so they, of course, ran rampant with that and hunted down and killed, you know, people in the name of the church with the witch's hammer. You know, and that's really kind of like the big thing, even though it already been around for a while, that's like the big thing that kind of like set it off and got things rolling in, uh, in the, what was it, like the middle 1500s or whatever it was. Um, so um, they have a cool mall. Nice, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so some people have been to Salem there. Oh, that's very cool, very cool. Um, so yeah, that's like the, the big one that set it off. And so that frenzy was going on uh, throughout Europe, you know, the mainland. And as, you know, you can kind of track it, you know, all the way to Salem from there. So uh, it needed to get to England first. Um, before it would get to uh, to Salem and the new colonies. So the way that happened was uh, through King James of Scotland when he made a trip to um, uh, Copenhagen in Denmark, basically to pick up his new queen, <laughs> Queen Anne. And um, you know, she couldn't make it. Uh, her, her convoy of ships was uh hit heavy by a storm bad waters all that trying to get to scotland and so they turned around and, and went back uh she did survive some some of that didn't um so king james went to go get her um again meeting with a lot of the same type of bad waters uh when he got to copenhagen denmark he was he witnessed you know some uh some of the witch trials there and the uh, malice maleficarum uh being put to use so he went back to Scotland with his um, with his new bride, you know, with a lot of these ideas in mind, and um, some of that was starting to make its way to Scotland, and some of these accusations of witchcraft uh, started coming about, um, and so James put together this uh, document that he called demonology. So now James is even writing about this, and this is, I guess, the uh, He's the only monarch, apparently, to have uh, actually written a book about witchcraft and demonology. And so you had the Malus Maleficarum that was about. You had this demonology book that was put out by James of Scotland, who later became King of England uh, after Elizabeth uh, passed away. You know, Queen Elizabeth that everybody's very familiar with. Uh, after her reign of 45 years, he took over. And so... Um, so now you had this demonology by the King of England uh, that was, uh, you know, very influential around the land, and I guess the one that really got it kicked off was um, Gillis Duncan, um, who was accused of witchcraft by, um, and she was a, a servant girl, um, for I can't even remember his name offhand. Um, but basically, he would he would catch her sneaking out at night, and so he thought that she was doing you know witchy shit. <laughs> um, 
more than likely she was sneaking out to go meet up with a guy. He probably had, you know, some sort of affection for her, you know, him, you know, her being younger, him being older, and that sort of thing. Um, but in any case, he started accusing her of witchcraft and, you know, start torturing her, you know, um, you know, crushed fingers, did the, the wrenching of the head, all this crazy stuff. And of course, you know, there was the whole finding of the mark of the witch. So it was like, find a mole. I, I would be toast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, so, you know, she ended up, um, you know, put away in jail, eventually confessed. You know, she, she confessed. Um, she went to jail. Uh, was arrested eventually was um, burned at the stake but she started naming names and that's the thing that blows my mind in all of this you know this is one example we'll get into some others but that's my thing what blows my mind in all this is how I mean I understand how they would get to the point of confession you know they're being tortured they don't want to hurt anymore so it's like, all right fine <laughs> I'm a witch fine okay but then they would give up other names and that's what really got it rolling in my opinion Right. Yeah, that was it was hard to watch. It's it's we watched it uh, uh, the documentary on Netflix. It was it was rough to watch all that. I mean, you know, you knew you knew it was bad, you know, back then, but just like if, you know, you used an herb, you know, for to help somebody heal, you know, that that's witchcraft. You know, it's just it's just ridiculous. I I was very angry at the end of it and it had already you know lit the fire of my hatred for organized religion and that just really just really stoked <laughs> that fire that I'm like you know I understand that there are people that um, go to church and all that and believe what they believe and whatever you don't need to go to church to believe in God if that's what you want to believe if that's what you want to call the what you believe in but back then, back then, back then, that was that was essentially their culture. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like it was just you know one part of a busy life. You know, um, like you know a lot of a lot of people today. It's like okay, you know, you you, you work throughout the week. Um, you got all these you know after work activities. Maybe taking you know the the kids to go do a sport or you know whatever it is. You have your like whole busy life. You know, uh, throughout the week, maybe it's, maybe you have Saturday off, and you go you go do something you know f fun or hike or wh whatever it is you do, investigate the paranormal. <laughs> but then on Sunday, it's like okay, we still have this you know ritual of going to church, in the way, and so that becomes that day. But back then, it was like every aspect of your life was your religion. Um, for those of you that have seen the movie The Witch. It is very much like that. I mean, every every you know aspect of you know we're you know we're we're going out to take care of the crops. We're going into the woods. You know, we're every little bit was you know if God was judging you for something or you know you were letting Satan into your heart or whatever it was. And so that was the you know culture. That was the everyday lifestyle back then. Um, and what I found interesting actually about the witch. Okay, they they. Yeah, it's all in like old English and everything, and people are kind of scratching their head, like, do they really have to talk in this? What I found interesting was like a lot of the lines from that are actually pulled from some of these old witch cases, like um, Alison Device, the one where she ended up making the story about the black dog. Um, you know, guy walking down the road, old man, um, 
he's uh, she's trying to say something to him he kind of ignores her she gets pissed off at it uh, at him for that you know, for, for ignoring her so she kind of just mutters a curse under her breath you know as she turns and walks away well all of a sudden he just boom you know he's down on the ground because of a stroke really is what it is from the descriptions of, of his ailments um and she's like horrified um <laughs> of what just happened you know she thinks that she really actually placed a curse on him um having um grown up in a family of healers and you know people that used herbs and things like that not necessarily a witch but just you know somebody from that type of background um so she thinks that you know she you know, really put the whammy on him um so in her confession she actually started making stuff up and that's another thing it's like why are you making things up they're like, like that just makes it worse it makes it worse right but it's like something that's like ingrained into them because of their lifestyle, because of their culture, because of their religion that, you know, oh my God, this just happened. So I must, you know, really be, you know, sleeping with Satan. Um, and so, you know, when the trial came, she just flat out admitted, yeah, I'm, I'm guilty. But she also pointed out other people, like her own grandmother, her own family, like, you know. And so these people got roped into the trial. Her grandmother died in jail. Right. Um, and so what I thought was interesting about it, because I brought up um, the movie The Witch and The Black Dog, basically a lot of the stuff that's uh, the phrases and some of the actual sentences that were used about Black Philip, the goat in the movie The Witch, were like straight from this, um, this Allison Device case with the black dog. So that was really interesting. Um, but then that's the one with the little girl. And that was sad. Yeah, that, that one was... That that was really sad. I yeah. mean, I, it it's even it's makes it more worse that children, you know, were involved in it. Children are very impressionable anyway, at any age and any time. So yeah, so it was a mess. It was, and even even back then, children weren't allowed to go and testify on stand in a trial. However, King James's demonology book made an exception that you could do this for uh, a witch trial and so this little nine-year-old uh janet device um was brought up to testify against her mother and you know the the mother you know flipped her shit <laughs> in the cursed trial her own daughter yeah yeah cursed her own daughter in the courtroom because here's the daughter saying my mother's a witch and so yeah and the little girl didn't look like she had any remorse whatsoever no she, she i was, mean but still you know she was so little she was so little nine years old her entire family was convicted of witchcraft as well as some other people from the town uh, because of her um and there's a uh, ten dollar super chat from tom mcnicholas he says happy all hallows eve yes happy halloween everybody so this is our halloween special and uh thank you very much tom um and there's judy wilson saying the little girl was later as an adult was charged as a witch and hung. Yeah, that's what they that's what they believe because there was a uh, notation in one of the you know documents of people that were uh, hung as a witch of a uh, Janet device. Um, can't confirm that it's the same exact person, but um, it is very possible. Mm -hmm. It was like 22 years later; she would have been 31 at the time, and it's very possible that karma bit her in the ass and she got convicted of witchcraft. Yep. So, um, Donna's saying, I don't know why not as loud. I need to get headphones. Okay, maybe that's on her side because nothing's changed over here. <laughs> um, I could check this sound over here just real quick just to make sure. 
because uh, sometimes um, Microsoft Windows will screw with uh, the levels. Yeah, it's a little bit on the lower side, but we'll adjust that a little bit. Thank you, Donna. Um, yeah, so these are all kinds of things that kind of, you know, led up to Salem. Um, so that was, the stuff in Scotland there was, you know, it was about 100 people. Um, after King James, uh, his son, uh, Charles, when Charles came into reign, um, he kind of put that stuff to the side. You know, we're going to do this, the whole, you know, witchcraft and everything. So that really kind of lessened. But in the 1640s, there was a civil war. And so um, the witchcraft uh, and, and trying people for witchcraft uh, came back into prominence. And it was uh, mostly due to um, this guy. Where is he? Yeah, right there. Matthew Hopkins. Yeah, he was a dick. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I wanted Just, to string him up by uh, other parts of his body and watch him kind of wiggle. Yeah, yeah. Matthew Hopkins yep. um, was basically a profiteer in this whole thing. Um, he ended up giving himself the title title Witch Finder General. Um, so basically, after a trial in uh, his hometown. Um, the uh, oh, trying to remember the guy's name. Last name was Stern. Um, John. Um, John Stern uh, gave some evidence in a in a witch trial. Said he was going to go get some more. Um, it was given a um, what do they call it? A um, um, it was almost kind of like being deputized. Um, he was given some sort of warrant or whatever it was, some documentation that said that at least in that county, uh, he could go around and find witches. And because um, Matthew Hopkins joined him, he was also given the same thing for their county. Um, and so they did. They, they, they dragged this woman in there and got her convicted and, and strung up and all that. Um, but Hopkins went around at, at the height of his reign, because he did this for a couple years, um, he had like a 300 mile radius over seven counties in England. And because they were in a civil war, nobody was like checking them. You know, it was just, he just carte blanche going around. Um, and, you know, people that were, you know, accusing people of witchcraft, he'd come in and it was interesting because at that time, the whole torture thing um, had become very limited. And so his favorite form of torture that he could get away with was sleep deprivation. So he would be like walking these people around or, you know, tying them to a chair and just, you know, shaking them or slapping them a little bit or whatever to keep them awake. Um, and after a certain amount of time, it, they would just deliriously in this type of a torture situation, you know, confess. And that's, that's what he would get. He would get the confessions. That was, because that was always the big thing in the witch trials was the physical evidence wasn't there because these people weren't witches. <laughs> so he would have to try to get the confession. That was always the hard thing to do. Um, and he would do it uh, through the sleep deprivation means. Um, the thing that bit him was he actually got a priest, a vicar, uh, convicted of witchcraft. And... Um, We'll talk a, a little bit about it a little bit more with uh, Grace Sherwood, 
Um, but with this guy, he did the ducking. Right. Which is the uh, um, HR, what is the name of the documentary on Netflix? Um, there's a couple of them. There's one that's um, Witches, 100 Year of History. Um, there's a uh, there's a good one um, on the Salem Witch Trials, which I think that's straight up what it's called, Salem Witch Trials, on uh, Amazon Prime. Um with Kirstie Alley, which is really good. Um, and that's on Salem. Um, so, yeah, with this guy, um, trying to think of his, his name, uh, Lowe's. He was a vicar. And the townspeople didn't like him. Um, and I remember a lot of these, you know, religious leaders were, go ahead and say it. Assholes. I mean, <laughs> you know. I know her so well. I knew that's exactly what she was going to say. You know, we always say, don't hunt, don't investigate like assholes. Don't, don't worship like assholes. Don't, don't. Don't preach like an asshole. Don't preach like assholes. Don't, don't religion like assholes. Don't religion I, like I, I an asshole. I said I was going to use religion like a verb. <laughs> so. Um, so. Yeah. So um, most of the people in the town were like, um what was the phrase he's uh not but a witch is, is what they said about him because he was just such a jerk and so here rides in uh matthew hopkins with this accusation against this guy which is just people they're pissed off with him you know they're not actually he is a witch they're just like you know that's his demeanor because he's such a jerk um let's try the sleep deprivation methods wasn't working um the the whole thing with the ducking um was something he was not supposed to do because that was that was beyond um that that was into a legal torture at that point and basically what that is is um you tie them up you throw them in the water um if they bobbed the top um then the devil's in them and um you know they're they're going to get carried off to be executed, but if they sink, if they start getting dragged under the water, is because the waters of baptism are enveloping them, <laughs> and so most people would end up drowning. It'd be like, okay, well they weren't a witch, they're innocent, but they're dead anyway, which is absurd. <laughs> um, they dunked him under. They they actually don't know how many times. They dunked him under countless times, and finally, he succumbed. He did not ever say that he was under the devil's spell. He never said that he would. He would. He refused to renounce his faith or anything like that. Um, he ended up saying some stuff like um, he had some imps go and um, kill some cattle and cause some shipwrecks and stuff like that. Um, it, but he said that you know he did not make a pact with the devil, even though the familiars wanted him to. Mm. So um, when he was executed, he actually uh, read his own um, what the heck they call that eulogy. Eulogy, yeah. So, um, but that would come to ba to bite uh, Matthew Hopkins in the butt later on. Because um, when his his reign came to an end, I mean, it actually it, it got to a point where it was too big, and he was doing too much. He was he was being paid a fee for all of this. Every time that he would go to, he was making money. He was making bank on doing all this. He was getting paid to execute people, essentially. Um, and so 
it was um, bankrupting these towns essentially um, because they didn't have a lot of money and so uh, like most of their money was getting put into these um, trials and everything these executions and so it got to the point where it was too much um, he was being investigated he actually wrote responses out to like all these different accusations against him um, basically admitting like yeah I tortured you know this guy with the ducking but you know citing King James's demonology book you know this is why even though it was no longer legal um, he ended up uh, dying of an illness before he could be uh, tried and convicted of anything so again karma <laughs> karma's a bitch yep so um so let's see I, I know i've been kind of almost monologuing here so if you guys have any uh questions down here let me see if you have anything um yeah uh diane hilbert witches float that's the thing uh oh uh, what maybe i'm not a witch oh you don't float yeah you don't know how to swim oh wait i can float on my back you can float on your back okay yeah yeah so maybe yep. I'm, I'm just half witch <laughs> You're just a half a witch. I don't know what the other half of me is. I can tell you what it's not. So we'll just yeah, yeah. So um, so punk guy fun guy says it's all about power and control. It has nothing to do with God. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. It was um, it was all about fear. You know. Um, because now at, at this point you're starting to get into you know the Puritan uh, times and when they were pretty prominent. And their whole thing was, it was fear-based religion, absolute fear-based religion. Um, kind of like I was saying earlier, where like every little aspect of their lives was consumed with God and the devil was lurking around every corner. Um, you know, and literally they would, you know, say that like, you know, um, you know, a, a child just kind of, you know, simply, you know, asking their parent a question when they weren't prompted for, you know, any sort of verbal interaction, you know, is being told that, you know, you're letting, you know, you know, you're letting the devil creep in, you know, when you disobey, when you do these different things. And, you know, even though it's like, it's just very innocent, you know, the, the child's trying to ask a question, <laughs> you know, and so it's, um, you know, when it came to, you know, something like Salem, it's like, no wonder, you know, because, these kids are growing up in this lifestyle that, you know, every single little thing they're being taught is, you know, the devil's around this corner, the devil's around that corner, um, the devil's going to be in you and, you know, doing these, you know, different things to tempt you and all this. Um, and humans by nature are, we sin, you know, if, if you look at <laughs> whether you call it sin or free will, whatever you call it, but according to the, the Bible, these different things that we do are a sin. Um, and so they're, the kids are seeing people sin all the freaking time. So at some point, it's going to like, I don't know, short fuse them where they're like, I'm seeing this shit all the time. Mom's telling me one thing and she's doing another and shit, Satan's going to get us, you know? Um, you know, so it's no wonder that this eventually happened where, you know, the, the girls in this mass hysteria just freaked out. And um, there was, I mean, I said, like, what the fuck is wrong with her? Yeah. Why is she doing, what the hell? You know, I was like, this movie, this movie after a while, I was kind of doing other stuff, and I'd be kind of listening and watching, and every once in a while, I'd be like, what in the world? You know, because I, 
Uh, through all of my many lives, <laughs> I am sure I died a lot in that time. Let's let's be. Guys, come back and like twenty years later, you'd be dead again. again. <laughs> Boom! You know, I, you know, I, I, I don't remember any of any of it, but I have a feeling that I was a bit of a rebel. How yeah, I feel I about it that. now, I can see that probably over the years, that's probably why I am the way that I am. <laughs> over all the re- lifetimes. Yeah, there's still yeah. there's still religions out there today that have cult-like leaders. And, oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's just that they don't practice what they preach. You know, it's a sin if you do this, it's a sin if you do that. Gotta go to church or you're going to blah, whatever. You know what? <laughs> if anybody's watching that's leading a church or anything like that, that's what I got to say. And if I'm going to hell, then all my friends are going to be there with me. So whatever my version of hell is, I don't know. Whatever anybody's version of hell is, I think that we're probably in hell right now. That's why things suck so bad, you know? I mean, maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe we're already there. There's some people that believe that. Yeah, maybe we're already there. Or maybe I mean, I don't, this is I don't like necessarily... the preview to coming attractions, you know, or something like that. This is like... It's like the movie Beetlejuice, <laughs> you know, where you got that waiting room. Maybe that's what happened. You know, everybody has their own little whatever. I'm sure that mine is being forced to sit uh, with my hands tied to something and watch Ghost Adventures. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's Oh, hell. wow, that would be, yeah. Or maybe to watch, you know, that and then have like freaking rap music or something playing, you know, in between scenes or whatever god i could think of many different versions of my hell so shiny happy people (laughs) (laughs) um so judy wilson asked what happened to the servant that started all with the girls tichaba um yeah so um she was she was the first uh to um she was the first i guess to be taken or captured or and she was the first to confess and all that she actually confessed to, to witchcraft after you know the different things that she went through um but she was never executed i guess they were saving her for last or whatever uh she was never executed and nobody really knows what happened to her after she was let go um you know she was a slave of the uh of the minister's family um yeah it was one of the first that was accused and or was the first accused, and yeah, she spent all that time in prison in their jail, um, and was let go, yeah, and watched so many of these other people die. So um, yeah, um, didn't they even charge animals as witches? Um, well, animals would be, I guess, some um, they would be considered like the familiars and things like that if they actually got a hold of like a dog or whatever. Um, People don't really talk about that, actually, about the animal aspect, because, I mean, mm-hmm. self is a human aspect, which I totally understand. Um, let see. Sharon Lane, none of the accusers ever apologized that I ever read about. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, it's really crazy with the accusers. Uh, you know, some of them were, um, you know, I, I think a lot of them were trying to get back at different people. Um, there's the one that, you know, with uh, even with King James um, in his demonology book, he originally intended it, I guess, to um, to help people tell the difference between what's a real witch and what isn't, even though they're, you know. <laughs> In any case, um, 
And so, you know, people didn't understand that and they just took it as a way to just, you know, um, you know, to uh, hammer people, um, you know, kind of like the Malice Maleficarum and, and drag these people in as witches. But, you know, there's one that was brought to him where, you know, he, he totally figured out after the investigation that, no, this guy is, you know, getting his daughter to say and do these different things because he's trying to get back at this other person um, that wronged him and trying to get that person convicted as a witch. And so I think that happened a lot with a lot of these accusations. Yeah. So, um, you know, people are, are like, well, if I'm gonna go down, I'm, uh, she's a bitch and he's an asshole and pff, okay, you guys are coming along. <laughs> um, with the case of Salem, um, there's a lot of uh, heavy speculation that a lot of the accused, because of the um, because uh, of the squabbles between the uh, the Putnams and the Proctors and the uh, the Porters, all of that going on, um, and that you know the accusers were you know more the on the Putnam side accusing the other side, um, that you know a lot of that local politics play you know, came into play, um, and is what and is why a lot of those that were accused ended up being accused, um, you know, or even that you know people that had were kind of um caught on to what was going on like you know the the girls are just causing mischief you know two days later or whatever oh yeah you're a witch <laughs> you're getting dragged off so um let's see um judy wilson why did all this stop um well because you know, some of the uh I mean, it, it was more local, like mass hysteria, you know. So very localized, um, you know, in these certain areas and, and regions, um, and then somebody outside the box <laughs> would kind of come in and be like, whoa, "Whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, what the hell's going on here?" and put a stop to it. Um, somebody with their head not firmly implanted in their ass, yeah. in other words, that was like, you know, stop trying to control people stop by stop being an asshole so you know, what the hell is going on <laughs> kick the table um yeah so you know it it is something that just fell out of practice because people started realizing i mean basically with the stuff like salem um the puritans basically annihilated their own religion mm. um you know because of that whole fear-based um ultra 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 conservative um you know devils around every quarter fire and brimstone at every um sermon you know i mean they they scared the shit out of their kids and their kids you know way the hell overreacted and you know they basically snuffed out their own religion Karma. yeah and those that i mean it's not like everybody in massachusetts was a puritan <laughs> um you know, there were others that, I mean, okay, sure, Puritans came over on the Mayflower and all that, and boom, they, they made the colony, but then there were others that came in after the fact. And so they were able to take a, like, a broader look at everything, you know, wait a minute, <laughs> no, 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 we got to stop this, you know. Um, you know, but, you know, Massachusetts wasn't the only, you know, area in, uh, in the United States where there was, you know, witch trials and things like that going on. So um, the one that we do cover in Encounters with the Paranormal. I thought you were going to blast organized religion a little bit more. 
I don't want to just <laughs> let it all out in one fell swoop and just okay. You know, I'm going to do it in little pieces. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I was just, I was just wondering. <laughs> there, you know, we have, I'm sure, all different, you know, paths down there in the. In the oh, chat room, I, yeah. all different viewers. I'm not saying if you believe in God, you're a moron. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. Um, everybody isn't, religion is an opinion. And everybody is entitled to believe whatever they want to believe. And it doesn't matter what I say at the end of the day. That's my opinion. So if I don't want to believe in God, maybe I believe in something else that you you call God. I might call it something else. You know, uh, there's some higher power up there, you know. So I believe there's something. I'm not saying that I'm going to crack open the Bible nowadays and start quoting scriptures at people, which frustrates me to no end and pisses me off a little bit. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Uh, I've, you know, if I want to be preached to, I'll go to church, and I don't do that. So... Peddle your sermons to people who are of the same faith who might want to listen to that, and y'all have something in common. Don't don't preach to me because I will probably do one of two things: I will either walk away or I'm gonna flip you off. I mean, don't even get me started on Jehovah's Witnesses. Now I've got some really good stories about them. Woo! I have shocked the hell out of some of them. I'm sure there 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 are people in this area that will walk the other way when they see me coming because they think I'm like Satan. You know, I'm I'm like, I'm serious. You know, don't don't bring that shit to my door. It's hard living next to a church. <laughs> Which I'm we did. not gonna lie. Which we did. <laughs> there used to be I don't really even give a fuck. There used to be a woman, uh these same people that come to my door every fucking day forever and uh would give me the evil eye if I didn't pray with her you know and I, I just finally I just told her um thank you but no thank you I'm not really interested in this you believe what you believe I believe what I believe it's not the same thing you're wasting your prayers and your oxygen on me because just take it next door or something you know incidentally next door they weren't really all that hip to it either you know but to each their own that's what they did with their religion they thought that they had to go door to door and pray for everybody if you want to pray for me fine don't do it when i'm standing there <laughs> take it somewhere else pray for me in the privacy of your own home pray for me in church pray for me wherever just don't pray with me standing there because i don't do that you know I may wish that things be a certain way. I may hope that things would be a certain way, but I'm not going to drop to my knees and dear God anything. You know, I have reasons for believing the way I do. And that's another show, probably. <laughs> well, yeah, we do have the uh, the why series that we've started. Um, you know, we did, you know, why do we investigate the paranormal? Why do we hate the ghost box? We took a break this uh, this current week here because we were doing the Halloween special with witches and all that. But we'll pick back up on, you know, why you know we believe and do some of the different things that we do. Um, but yeah, I wanted to, 
you know get a little bit into that not necessarily blasting one particular so there you religion. go there's your what? blast i said you said i'm surprised you didn't yep there it was well, no I, 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 I want pretty. no it's it's cool um i want to touch tame. on that well i needed a break from talking anyway um <laughs> but um yeah and you know i'm not knocking anybody's you know religion or, or what have you but you know everything that's to do with the with the witch trials you know is a prime example of religious extremism and it can be you know with any form of um religion or belief system will take something to an absolute you know extreme and you know it doesn't necessarily have to be um christianity there are religious extremists within that but other religions around the world of course you know we've, we've seen some of that happen over um you know years and years and years uh religious extremists you know do some you know ridiculous things where now you know we're blowing people up and shit um well i guess the same thing back then they didn't you know have you know missiles and um guns and stuff back then but they had you know fire and rope and you know there we go um so yeah religious extremism um you know where you take you know one little concept and you just you know, go crazy with it. And that's what was happening uh, back then. So, um, now I did want to touch on uh, Grace Sherwood, um, Witch of Pungo. Uh, it's featured in Encounters with the Paranormal, Volume 4. Uh, Michelle Hamilton was on here um, you know, some weeks ago now talking about that. And that was one of those, you know, technical nightmares that we have had mm -hmm. here on Edge of the Rabbit Hole lately, or the earlier show, Edge of the Rabbit Hole um so let's go into here so yeah there's there's that <laughs> shauna's flipping him off you can't see it um you can't see him right yeah. now but in my head he's hanging upside down by his intestines so <laughs> yeah. yeah so there's some of the witch trials there um you can kind of see what's going on in these different uh things so um um that was um oh shoot bishop what was her first name bridget bridget bishop um she was the first one that was actually executed in salem um there's uh giles corey so he was the husband of an accused witch and they ended up accusing him because you know he's going around trying to plead his wife's case and you know he was uh taken he would not he wouldn't plead anything innocent or guilty he he was like i appalled that he was even asked he's like i shouldn't even have to answer this freaking question and so they kept um you know piling the stones on him to at least get him to say whether he was innocent or guilty and he never did and he died uh from from that um so we're gonna talk about um well here's here's ducking this is what we were talking about earlier and this is gray sherwood went through ducking as well um and so here's the example of you know they've I guess they're showing it here with rope tied around. They're throwing them in the water um, and see what happens if they bob to the top or, or, or sink. So Grace Sherwood, uh, which of Pongo, this is in Virginia, Virginia Beach area now. Um, you know, she was a um, she was a local, you know, healer. She, you know, did more like, you know, herbal remedies, stuff like that. Uh, she was a midwife. Um she was very attractive, which 
the other local women were, were jealous of. Um, and she eventually, you know, uh, was accused of witchcraft, was arrested, all that. Um, you know, she, you know, throughout her trial, denied, 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 denied. Um, so they decided to take her out <clears throat> to the uh, Lynn Haven River and go through ducking um, and try that process um, to see if we could, you know, convict her of witchcraft. So a 13-pound Bible was strung around her neck and she was dropped into the water. Um, and at first she went down, um, was able, and she was bound up too, but somehow in the water she was able to let loose the bindings and this huge ass Bible um, and came Good up. For her. Yeah. It's a lot of bullshit to hold somebody down. Mm-hmm. That's wrong. I know. I'm going to hell for saying that, but I'm going there anyway. So it doesn't matter. Continue. Well, death by Bible. I mean, like literally. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she popped up out of the water. You know, okay. So she's a witch. Uh, but at that same time, a massive storm blew in um, and just you know, literally rained on the parade. So <laughs> they halted everything. They took her back to prison where they never took her back out to, to try to do any of the ducking or anything again. She stayed in prison prison for like seven years and was eventually let go. So she is one of the rare cases in which she was actually convicted, you know, actually went through the ducking process, survived, and was eventually just let go. So That's a woman right there. Yeah. Yeah. So she was officially pardoned in 2006 so um belinda nash who was uh doing a lot of the work there at the ferry plantation to help restore it and all that uh was part of that effort um to get uh gray sherwood exonerated all these years later so they they have a statue and, and all that stuff for her now so um yeah crazy crazy story so i guess she was the last uh the last woman in virginia convicted of witchcraft there you go. What do you guys got for questions down there? Um, John Old Smith, the Bible was a life preserver. No, I dragged her down. It was 13 pounds. It was like a rock. So. Yeah. Um, so, was it only the poor that got attacked? Um, no, it, it wasn't always the poor. Um, so, like with the Salem... Uh, trials there so um like john proctor was one of the more prominent men of the area um so was um uh, goody nurse um she was a more prominent woman uh, in the area at the time um you know the yeah the, the poor were easy pickings and, and a lot of them yeah uh did get accused and convicted and all that um obviously the uh, uh the vicar um back in England uh, that uh, what's his face uh, Matthew Hopkins um, got uh, convicted of witchcraft you know obviously he wasn't poor <laughs> um, you know he was, he was part of the clergy so um, yeah it wasn't just the poor although like I said poor was probably easier pickings so um, what else you guys got so Um, okay, so Tom McNicholas, yeah, so this is an issue we deal with today. 
Some people believe that if I'm a paranormal investigator, I work for the devil. Okay. What do you think, Shauna? I don't, I don't feel like that's true. I feel like uh, the people that are saying that, that is what they were brainwashed to believe, and they are afraid to think otherwise, or fear that what they believed whenever they were younger will still be true when they're an adult. So I don't feel like I'm in league <clears throat> with Satan. I don't feel that. I don't feel that way. Yeah, even today, um, you know, uh, some religions, some denominations still use fear-based tactics um, to get you yep. to believe. And Tom, if, if you ever have any names of any of these people that are saying that to you, you send them right to my <laughs> inbox. I will handle them. They will run in the other direction whenever they're talking. Promise. Uh, yeah, we're certainly not working for the devil. No. Um, you know, there's people that like will accuse us of, well, you know, it, it's really a, a subtle way that the devil is using you. You don't know that you're actually working for the devil, but you are, you know, just weird shit like that. Um, and it's, it's just not true. <laughs> um, or then there's the, the other ones that will say like, all ghosts are demons. So you're just playing around with demons. So, okay, Zach. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess that's why you know you know there's all these demons available for the ghost shows now. So yeah, yeah. no, I mean we routine, we we routinely say that you know demons are you know very rare that you come across, um, and we we come across other spirits you know all the time. Right. So um, no, we're not working for the devil. So um, what else you guys got? Um, Sean Oldsmith, people who have been brainwashed fear the world. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a form of brainwashing, the, the fear-based tactics. Because um, if you're in, uh, basically, fear is used to control you. I can think of a religion or two that does that. <laughs> I've been a part yeah. of some of those churches. So, you yeah. know. You know, I know uh, there are some comments in there i don't i can't remember if it was the last show or earlier in this show about you know the catholic church which i grew up in um certainly back then you know during the times of the malus maleficarum um you know the the catholic church was very very heavily fear-based um i think these days it's it just depends on the church that you that you actually attend because i've heard of some you know catholic churches that still go down the fear-based route but when i was growing up um it wasn't that case in the ones that i went to i mean there were still some of the principles in place of you know do these things or you're going to hell you know you need to repent you need to go to confession you know those sorts of things that were put into place but it wasn't like back then where you know the next step you took you were you know you know suddenly burst into flames and shit you know if that were true, I would have done it a long time ago. Every day I'd burst into flames and it'd have to come back. Right. Rise like a phoenix. You'd be from a the phoenix, ashes. yeah. Yeah. Shana the phoenix. Yeah. Wow. I'm still here, so. <laughs> Shauna still has survived this life. <laughs> I don't know about the other ones. Um, Eva Geller, you dang devil investigators. That's right. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> right. I'm gonna keep doing it, so. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's. 
I mean, there is there is some real shit out there. Um, it's just it's just few and far between. I mean, I, I can't even count how many investigations I've been on. I know people do count, but <laughs> I haven't counted. <laughs> There's been a lot um, over many years. <laughs> And um, I mean, there's <laughs> continue. Yeah, <laughs> uh, inside joke. But if you saw that Edge of the Rabbit Hole episode, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, no, he's a good dude. Um, <laughs> but um, what the hell was I saying? <laughs> I mean, there's there's been malevolent stuff that we've come across, but nothing that I would ever call like a demon. You know, it's just. Yeah, I don't know if Gwen Clapper is watching or not, but I would have shared the status that she posted many times over. Um, you know, just because something feels angry or mean or whatever doesn't mean it's a demon. You know, when I'm angry, I'm angry. That doesn't make me a demon. So I'm not saying there's no such thing. You know, there's some ugly energy out there, but not all of it is going to be demonic. It's contrary to what a lot of people may believe. It's actually pretty rare. You know, I, if there's demonic energy around me all the time, it leaves me alone. I will just say that. You know, it's either. And I just must really love evil. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it either realizes that it's wasting its energy on me because, you know, it's either it realizes it's wasting its energy or it's just not there, you know? So I don't know which one it is. I don't care which one it is. I believe what I believe. I believe what protects me protects me. And I have been just fine and have had no interaction with demons. Oh. This ain't TV. And Donna has a good question here. How can people be so against spirits when the whole Bible is one giant paranormal tome? It's a great question. Um, because, yeah, basically everything about it is supernatural in nature. Or an acid trip. Or an acid trip. They were but, licking some kind but of it, it, medieval frogs or some shit back then because I'm telling you. <laughs> well, if you, in, weird. if you take out... If you if you take out the influence behind it and just look at face value what they're talking about, about how you know a lot of these different things are created and made and manipulated and you know spirits showing up and talking to people. I mean, shit, you have the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, whichever way you want to talk about it. You know, there's there's you know an incident where an angel came down into a donkey and spoke through the donkey. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's all kinds of crazy stuff in there. So how, yeah, how do you not believe in ghosts and the supernatural stuff, except that there are, I guess, in the New Testament, and, and maybe I guess it was probably there in the Old Testament too, where it's, it speaks out against witchcraft and false idols. Um, and that's where people kind of latch onto, um, you know, those certain uh, aspects of, you know, well, anything that's not um, our version of God is then a false idol. And so yeah. you're worshiping false idols. Yeah, except for I don't worship anybody. Well. <laughs> you know, so technically I'm in the clear, right? I don't worship anything. No, because um, <laughs> your, your use of Facebook would probably be a false idol. 
boy. Please, somebody come at me with that one. Yeah. Just once. Just People once. go there with that. Yeah. I mean, there's and there's a different there's a there's a difference between something like internet addiction and just using social media, you know. But there are people that go down that route. You know. Well, to each their own and all that. I just to whatever they pray to, better hope they don't ever come at me with that. <laughs> Be like to each their own, but sorry. Yeah. Um. Sharon Lane, do you think that fear itself opens up a person to problems, opens portals? Well, certainly problems. Certainly problems. Um, because you're letting that fear rule you. And so if you let anything like that rule you, you're going to end up with problems. You know, it, yep. it, it, not even necessarily, it could be anything. I mean, fear is one thing. Drugs could be another. I mean, you know. There's all kinds of different things that you could let rule you. So if you let fear rule you, yeah, it's going to be problems. Um, open up portals. I don't know about opening up portals. I mean, a portal to your own destruction, maybe. <laughs> Everybody has choices to make. There's good choices and there's bad choices. You make good choices, then you reap the benefits from those good choices. If you make bad choices, then karma comes to get you. I'm going to get you right here. That's biblical. That's biblical. Good, a good tree bears good fruit and a bad tree bears bad fruit. Come on. <laughs> I wouldn't, couldn't even tell Shana's you over here is. citing scripture. I couldn't even tell you where that is in the Bible. Hey, look, it's the kid on the bread. Yeah. I will quote that book more than I'd report, you know, quote the good book or whatever. I, the good book. Yeah. Before I would quote the actual gospel, which isn't really much gospel to it, but... I would I would quote that book and I have. I see where he's going with it. Sean Oldsmith, fear can create shadow people. Okay. Um no, can't create shadow people. Shadow people are own entity, but I see where you're going with this. Um what you're talking about is quote unquote poltergeist activity. Not a poltergeist itself. Uh poltergeist itself would be, you know, whether we call a noisy ghost or you know it's poltergeist is german for noisy ghost um and that is a you know spirit that's going around kind of making a mess of things being loud and obnoxious and, and that sort of thing poltergeist activity is that same sort of thing but being generated in a specific area usually from a person who's experiencing some sort of uh trauma angst anxiety um in their energy um, so usually like a telekinetic type of energy is making a mess of things around the house. And so it looks like there's a spirit or a ghost throwing stuff around when it's actually this energy coming off this person. So yeah, mine could also, um, mine can also play tricks on you also. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, something like, sure. Something like fear could always screw with your mind and make you, you know, believe things that don't exist. Paranoia. Yeah, paranoia. You could hallucinate, mm -hmm. which is not a shadow person. That's a hallucination. Right. Um, yeah, a shadow person is its own entity. It's not going to just suddenly appear from fear. Now, there could be an instance where there is a nefarious shadow person that happens to be around the house and is catching on and noticing the fear of somebody and decides to utilize that to their benefit. And getting stronger by feeding off of your fear. Right. Because fear... Negative feeds negative. Negative breeds more negative. So 
Out of all the things that I believe or don't believe, I do believe that. Yeah. Um, all right. So... Judy Wilson, have you ever had a spirit say that it was a witch? I don't think uh, so. We had one admit to being a murderer. Well, there you the go. Cafe. There you go. <laughs> Have that EVP. I'm the murderer. It's like, well, okay. So then we went back in and played that EVP. It's like, who's that? <laughs> we want to talk to that person. You know, don't worry. We won't tell anybody. You know, I mean, they're obviously already, what's going to happen to them now? You know, I mean, they're already gone. So it's not like, anyway, yeah. I'm the murderer. <laughs> never had anyone confess to being a witch. I mean, ever I've never asked. Yeah. Because most people wouldn't say, sit there and say, yeah, I'm a witch. I mean, people do these days. Um, you know, because we're, our society is a lot more accepting of um, what a witch is. Yeah. Um, you know, and. You know, people, you know, like the different things that you do and the different things that Vanessa does. Um, yeah, back then would have been convicted of witchcraft. Um, but back then, you probably would have said, no, I'm not a witch. You know, all the, all the different things that you do, we are defining these days as being a witch and witchcraft and all that. But back then, you would have been like, I'm helping, you know, these people, you know, get healthy because of herbs or there's different ways that I know how to utilize and manipulate nature or, or whatever whatever it is that you do that you would be considered like a witchy sort of thing you know I know how to use these stones which is you know which is absurd because you know thousands of years ago the ancients knew how to use stones and you know somehow you know some people retained that knowledge or maybe rediscovered it and were able to use stones for different things you know so you know, we're accepting of the term now, but back then you would have been like, no, I just, I do this, but it's not witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I can't, I can't imagine that, um, you know, that a spirit, you know, a hundred years old or 150 years old or something like that would be like, yeah, sure. I'm a witch. I don't know. I haven't had it happen in any case. Um, and so we'll take another one or two and, uh, Tim Schoen, um, what are they doing in these forms of media that real life witches do or do not do? And that seemed to be, because that's an IE, so he yeah, must have had a first part here. So, um, Betty, is Ghosty a false idol? <laughs> so, um, yeah. <laughs> well, we don't really worship him. We don't worship him, no. Yeah, we're just... He's the mascot. He's just yeah, the team mascot. He's our he's our, our he's our light in the dark because he glows. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure why the IE, but I guess we could try to answer um, from Tim Schoen. What do they do in these forms of media that real life witches do not do? I don't know. Um, So when you use the stones, you use the cards. Um, 
I mean, I guess people do use crystal balls. Yeah, I I don't see anything when I look in one. You know, uh, like the tea leaves and stuff like that. I don't, I don't see that. You know, maybe I'm just not looking deep enough. <laughs> I'm just not. You know, I haven't quite gravitated to all that the other different you know stuff. Uh, mostly because it takes an awful lot of time and effort that I just don't have. <laughs> so I do what I do, and it works when I when I need it to work, or when I hope that it works, or. You know, look, I only get two days off, okay? Tuesdays are busy, so Saturdays, if I'm going to do anything, it'll be that. And it's usually like five minutes here, you know, or I go outside. If, you know, take a moment to go outside and inhale and kind of, you know, get in (laughs) touch with, you know, your inner, you know, your inner goddess or your inner (laughs) whatever you want to, for men, whatever you want to call yourselves. And sometimes it's just a moment like that, you know, and it doesn't have to be, you know, some kind of chant out loud, you know, it's not like it happens on TV. It could be like it happens on TV, but it doesn't have to be, you know, um, to each our own, you know, however, however you want to be witchy, then, (laughs) you know, it's like, you know, Vanessa sits on a couch, you know, in her pajamas, eating Cheetos, watching, you know, true crime stuff that's how she does it you know she has all these different methods of doing it you know I don't uh, I don't really broadcast it a lot you know Uh, I'll go out and spend some time under a full moon yeah definitely I take some time to myself you know doing that Um, that that's that's how I do it you know I, I definitely believe in the use of crystals and you know they each have their own you know thing that works for me and and um I do an awful lot of reading and you know I whatever it says to do you know this I if I have it I use it if I don't I use something else you know whatever you want to do you know not everybody has to be a witch the same way not everybody has to believe the same way you know we're all different we all have our own opinions I may not agree with a lot of them but that doesn't mean it's wrong you know what's right for you that's you at the yep. end of the day i probably still like you as a person if you're not an <laughs> asshole right just don't be an asshole yeah um it's funny i say oh, we got time for like another question or two and then all of a sudden boom we get a bunch of questions nice <laughs> where are these questions 20 minutes ago guys that's all right all right so um from sharon lane is the bell witch real or based on the family's fear um, good question because I haven't I haven't gone down there to investigate the Bell Witch. I mean, I know a bit of the backstory. Um, but and, for one hundred and forty nine dollars, you can do it though. Yeah, ahead, <laughs> I might add. Right. Which I guess I don't know as much about uh, how it's set up and stuff like that because if I'm going to drop one hundred and forty nine dollars, it's going to be to help preserve a building. Or like an area. I I don't know what that money goes for. I guess I just don't know it well enough. I haven't really. Well, is it the house? I don't really know. Because there's about the, it. Yeah, there's the, there's the bell house um, that's associated with the caves and all that. So, um, I mean, there may there may have been something uh, back there, um, and there was the other follow up about um, 
you know, Bell Witch, Real Witch, or Dark Spirit. So it's, and that's from Judy Wilson. So these two are kind of together. Um, what is interesting is, and if it is something, if it was real and not just the family's fear, um, I would believe yet yeah, more of like a dark entity back there, something nefarious, something not necessarily demonic, but um, something maybe something a little malevolent, not necessarily a witch. Um, but something that's kind of interesting is that uh, one of our presidents, Andrew Jackson, um, when he was still a uh, he was still a general, came through the area um, to visit John Bell because John Bell served under him during the war um, of uh, 1812. And so President Andrew Jackson was curious about the Bell Witch. He wanted he'd heard about it. He knew John Bell, uh, so he was like, oh, "I'm gonna go check this thing out." And apparently, he was. Uh, you know, before the crack of dawn, he, they were out of there, his whole entourage. So, um, hard to know though, if that's just kind of like the legend, you know, that it, he was, he was up before the crack of dawn. So, you know, Bell Witch must've scared him. Or if it was just one of those, because in the military, when you do maneuvers and stuff like that, um, back in those, you would get up before the crack of dawn and do it. So, you know, maybe he was just trained military guy. We're getting up before the crack of dawn and doing our stuff. And, you know, our stuff for today is to get out of here. So hard to know, but he was at least intrigued enough by the story to go visit and check it out. So, um, um, from Tim Schoen, this is an interesting question. What are some of the more fictional representations of which activity as seen in movies or TV or other media? More fictional? Um, but what would be like some good representations? I, I would think um, Practical Magic. Practical Magic is probably one of my favorite ones. Um, because, yeah, they show, you know, like a darker side of it. But, you know, they also show, you know, the lighter side of it. You know, it's about uh, family, you know, and the love of family, you know, protecting your family and doing whatever it takes to protect your family. Um, but wanting to, you know, use natural, you know, things to, you know, help people, you know, um, that's something I can wrap my head around. <laughs> I, that's, that's my favorite. It's probably one of my favorite movies. You know, it's not, there's a little bit of hocus pocus in there and stuff <laughs> like that, but, um, it's TV. It's supposed to be, you know, it, if it, if it wasn't like that, it, wouldn't have probably been as popular as it was. Yeah, oh, I, I even liked it. I oh it was God, I love it. It's my and favorite. we're gonna have that atrium in our house, so <laughs> we grow herbs and stuff. Um, you know, one that not necessarily, um, you know, as far as like the witch aspect of it, the movie The Witch, because um, the witch aspect of it was kind of almost like your classic, you know, the old hag living in the woods who can, you know, you know, seduce men by looking, you know, beautiful at one. Point in time that's like sacrificing babies and all that stuff um but what i thought was really good about that movie was the authenticity of um you know the talk the conversation the um you know the fear of uh of you know all the religious aspects and how it was just really really ingrained in their everyday life because it was um you know and even you know pulling lines and phrases and you know, sentences and all that from like real, 
you know, witch trial cases and stuff like that that were actually in the movie. So it was like, okay, as a historic piece, um, this is really freaking cool. Even though that the whole witch part of it was, you know, very fictional, um, it's it's really stuff that they had a Im immense fear of all the time. So I, I thought it was really well done. Um, so um, Adam Tillery, have you watched The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix? Lots of witch talk in dark. No, um, I mean I know it's you know Sabrina Spellman based on you know Sabrina the Teenage Witch, all that stuff. Um, I haven't seen it. I mean, my my kids watch <laughs> Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Um, so, and that was with Melissa Joan Hart. Um, I watched it. Yeah, did you? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, well, I saw quite a few episodes, of course, because my kids were watching it. Uh, but I haven't seen The, the Chilling Adventures on Netflix. I want to watch um, The Haunting of Hill House on there. You know, I keep hearing that's really good. I just haven't had time. Um, so I don't know if I'll get around to watching that. So I think Charmed is still on Netflix, too. I like you that. You liked that. Yeah. Um, so, Arif, what's the best book or documentaries or films on learning more about witches? So, the one I was talking about on Netflix, the uh, uh, witch or Hundred Years of Witches, uh, that was really good. That was a, you know just straight up documentary. Um, they had some really good reenactments, so we learned a lot from that. Um, <clears throat> some other good ones. I mean, there's. Um, the movie that that we were watching uh, earlier tonight, um, which is just called Salem Witch Trials, uh, but it has like Kirstie Alley in it, uh, Rebecca De Mornay's in it, um, Peter Ustinov makes an appearance. So, you know, there's some big names that are in it, um, and it's it's supposed to. You know, of course, you know, there's parts that are Hollywoodized and stuff like that, um, and there's times where it seems they may stray from from it a little bit, but it's supposed to be like. You know, one of the most accurate as far as you know the way the events played out, and you know they did get into the the politics and the the, the battling between the families and all that stuff at the time. Um, so I thought that was really well done. Um, some other ones, I mean, there's just some um, ones in general that kind of talk about, they kind of incorporate it. Um, you know that like within the documentaries get into you know the malice maleficarum or um some of the witch trials and things like that when you start looking for um just like even some of the pbs documentaries that are out there on netflix about like england and scotland and all that because they'll talk about those things and, and they'll cover it so those are pretty good too um let me see if there's anything else here that we can um hit on real quick and um I think that is probably going to be it. Some people are checking out, saying have a happy Halloween. Um, um, yeah. All right. I know I'm tired. I've been up since like 2.45 a.m. with only about 45 minutes worth of sleep. <laughs> so that was work today. Uh, but... Have a video to complete for tomorrow, so gotta get on that. Mm-hmm. Shana thinks I'm crazy. Yeah, but the two one seven terror camp is <clears throat> ready to see it though. Mm-hmm. They're pretty excited. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's, it's a very very interesting uh, experience that we had there mm. on Saturday. So, all right, everybody, uh, let's get to the shout outs. Um, 
So we have um, some of these are those are from earlier. Those are from Edge of the Rabbit Hole. Uh, so there for instance, upside down. There is Tom McNicholas. Super Happy chat, All Hallows Eve Super Chat Superstar. Thank you very much, Tom. Absolutely appreciate it. So, all right, let's get to the shout outs. All right, we got, uh, well, thank you, Donna Gordon, for Cheshire Catting the chat. Uh, Mickey Dole's birthday is tomorrow, so happy birthday, Mickey Dole. Coolest birthday ever. Yeah, it's my father's birthday, too. So, my father shares your birthday. Sweet. Have fun. Um, All right, Lenore Moreno, thank you very much for joining us again tonight. Jill Nemchinski, thank you as well. Liquid Dreamer, thanks for joining us again. There's Lynn's White. Thank you, too. Uh, Shay Carroll. Uh, catch me on her show on um, Friday night. Shay, go ahead and dro- drop the uh, information down there in the chat. Oh, um, I'm off Friday night, You're too. off Friday night, so you can... Because I got a train during the yeah, day, but I'm off, yeah, so I can so actually can watch a in. show. You can tune wow. in. Wow. All right. Yep. Shouldn't spin a while. I know. Yeah. Uh, Sharon Lane. Thanks for joining us tonight. Um, and Stevie Nick's score in American Horror Story. Yeah, yeah, Stevie Nicks apparently is a uh, a witch in American Horror Story. <laughs> uh, Betty Lange, thank you very much for joining us again tonight. Sean Old Smith, thank you too. Chipper Terry, thanks for joining us once again. The Thunder, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, Murtaza Arif, thank you for joining us for both shows. Appreciate that. Um, let's see. There's Judy Wilson, thanks for the questions tonight. Uh, Eva Gellert, thank you for joining us again. I think I got Sharon Lane, right? Pretty sure on that. E-E-Q-Q? Or is that E-Q-Q? <laughs> E-E-Q-Q. Uh, thanks for joining us again. Absolutely appreciate it. Uh, so, Rinnable, thanks for joining us from uh, out in Ireland. There's Tom McNicholas. Uh, he says, the haunting of Hill House is cool for Halloween. Yeah, it, it looks very cool. Um, anybody else? So, I know people were checking out because it was getting late. Yeah, there's Beat 3 Airspace. Thank you again. And all right, I'm going to scroll back down. See if anybody, well, yeah, Adam Tillery, come on. Yeah, well, Adam <laughs> Tillery's in the house. Kathy Siliento. Um, she says, Blessed Sawin, everybody. Um, of course, there's Tom McNicholas, $5 Super Chat, says, Just for Adam's illustrations in the new book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Adam's illustrations are awesome. So thank you very much, Adam, for those. Um, I did see, um, who else I see drop in here at the very end? Oh, yeah, there it is. Uh, Nichelle Thompson saying good night. Thank you, Nichelle. All right. I think that's it. There's Tim Schoen. Yeah, Chipper Terry, Mickey. Yep. Okay, we got all you guys. Very cool. All right, everybody. Um, you guys have a great evening. Be on the lookout, of course, for the uh, Halloween special tomorrow night. Um, from 217 Terror Haunted House. It'd be a cool video. Uh, we did our Haunted House special there last year, but very different this time. Very different this time. Very different. Well, we had some new toys this time around, too. Yeah. Which we caught something on there. Caught so. something, and it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. It was very cool. So, and there's Deb is Me 08. Great show. Thank you. Thank you, too. All right. So be on the lookout for that tomorrow. And then, of course, we'll uh, have a Friday Night Ghost Race. And we'll be back right here next week, same time. All right. Um, if you haven't yet, please subscribe. <laughs> if you've already subscribed, please share it out. And share it out. Yeah. Share the love. Share, share the, the love. love. Share the love. Can't do too many calls to action. So people get overwhelmed. So we'll leave yeah. it at that. All right, everybody. Have a great night. Happy Halloween. <laughs>